views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hi, listeners. This is Dr. Glenna Wright, and I am filling in today for Dr. Pat, which I'm really excited about, and this is going to be an amazing show. I've got a really fun topic that I'm going to, um, we're going to go have a questionable conversation about today. And I've got a wonderful guest here with me. Julie Perkins is going to be my guest. Um, she's a mom, and she's a coach, and she's a teacher and a motivational speaker, radio show host. She's a great show about teens. Um, She'll tell us more about an international best-selling author, energy worker, healer, breast cancer survivor, which I love the name of, not survivor, and she's an active consciousness certified facilitator, as am I. Um, you know, and Julie, not only is she all of this, but she also has a love for conversation change, which is really cool and one of the reasons I brought her on as my guest today to talk about um, our wonderful topic. And she loves, you know, bringing more consciousness into the world. Having conversations create like a rebirth of the natural, intuitive abilities we have as best for life on planet Earth here and now. She's a really great friend of mine, and she truly gives everybody who works with her and she facilitates. Um, just an amazing woman. So welcome, Julie, to our show today. Oh, thanks so much for having me here. It's always great to have a great conversation with you, especially one that's questionable. <laughs> Yes, questionable <laughs> conversation. Question able, because really that's what we're going to be. Um, if asking questions creates. Coming up with answers doesn't create. So being able to ask questions, being question able, is really what the joy I get from these conversations in the show and talking about. Um, the stuff I love and I do, you know, the um, consciousness on the planet, more consciousness on the planet. So today um, I was kind of inspired by my, my life, <laughs> being a mother, being busy, having my parents living with me, and this is thing where when is my life ever about me? So as a mom, is your life ever about you? And is that even true? And how many points of views do you have in place that are holding that point of view in place so you're always proving to yourself it's not about you? And what if we could have a totally different possibility? You know, and Julie and I had a conversation a couple days ago about this, and um, she had some really, really cool things to say about it. I mean, Julie, you were you were talking about when your kids were younger, um, how so much of your life seemed to not be about you and what that created for you and what it created in your body. Um, and I don't know if you want to like share a bit of that with our audience, and we can kind of go from there. 
Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I think that where it really started was the, with the choice to actually become a parent. Um, my okay. husband was very sure about that. He was like, wow, I really want to become a parent. And I was kind of like, do I want to become a parent? Could I actually do that? Could I actually like it succeed at that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, right. how, what, what does that look like? Is there an information packet somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, do the kids do the kids come with a manual please you know like I, I'm a pretty good student I could study up on that you know so so I think you know from that very first choice there was a lack of confidence and a whole lot of self-doubt about if I could actually really do that and it's because I had seen so many of my um, peers really struggling with the whole thing about parenthood and so when I committed to that, then I dove headlong into that and everything became about being the best parent that I possibly could and creating the best kids that I possibly could. And there wasn't a whole lot of question in there. It was just like, give me the rules about how this thing works and let me just drive towards that and drive and drive and drive, you know? And so there's a lot of uh, contraction in, in that and kind of a compaction of me into this box of what I thought, you know, being a mom should be. And also what the kids should be too, right? So like what a good yeah. kid is and what a bad kid is and all of that kind of stuff. And so, you know, that kind of contraction and compaction really started to create um, some not ease or dis-ease in my body. Literally, literally, um, I uh, was a, the kids were three and eight when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So uh, I, on, the, on the younger side of when breast cancer diagnosis happens also and the kids yeah. being on the younger side and uh, that created actually a, a lot of angst and uh, upset in yeah. my world. So, so that was um, you know, an, a really interesting time. Well, yeah. Um, and you know, it's, I, I think a lot of mothers can definitely, um, Oh, have the same, you know, the same point of view about when we become parents. And I know I did. Like, there isn't a toolbox. There isn't um, a manual we have. I mean, I do love that you asked the question before you got pregnant. Because so few people even go that far. It's like, can I actually do this? You know, I'd be curious. Did you have an awareness that you could? I mean, yeah, I had kids. an awareness that I could. <laughs> um, I also, I think somewhere, which I didn't realize till much later on, I had the awareness that I was actually wanting wanting something different or perceiving something different yet really mm -hmm. not sure what that what that looked like in, in this yeah. world you know so as I just look to the outside and looked at what everybody else does well they look happy well they look like they're <laughs> getting it right <laughs> they look like they're they got their act together so let's well, just so funny about, try what they're doing yeah, you know <laughs> yeah that's funny because we look at other people and we think they're happy they're, but it's really a thinking. It's not really a question, are they actually happy? Are they doing something that's working for their family? And so often if you ask that question when you're looking at other other families, you'll actually not get a yes. Um, it may not be that they actually, you know, they're, they're, showing, they're showing their perfect life, but that may not actually be what's going on. And what does it actually yes. have to do with your family? 
Like, what does other families have to do with your own family? It's such an interesting way we go around um, as young parents looking for how to do it from everyone else. And when we could just, like, what do we actually know about parents when we've never, ever considered? Possible. You know, what do you yeah. know about parenting? And really, you know, that's and it's funny because, you know, exactly, exactly. What do we really know about parenting in a space and in a way that actually works for all of us, that works for me as a mom, that works for the kids as kids, that works for them, you know, in their unique place where they are beyond their biological years, right? So I think, you know, I was actually had a, a fond memory of, of Christmas time. My dad uh, worked for IBM and years ago, they in the Poughkeepsie, New York area, they had a large IBM country club because there was a lot of IBMers there. And they had this great, huge hall filled with a uh, Christmas tree and Christmas lights and songs and carolers and tables of presents that the kids of IBM um, employees were able to get. And they could only get the toy at the table for the age that they were and for the gender that they were. So mm. it was like girls age five. This was your toy, you know? And so while that was an amazingly fond memory of all the lights and the presents and things like that, I, it always stuck with me as like, this is your toy. You're a girl, age five, and this is what you get. <laughs> and that's it. Oh, that's, you know? <laughs> I'd, I'd like to know who was the person that decided which toys went with which age and which gender. I mean, that would be a difficult job for me. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. The yeah. Exactly. It yeah, got yeah. me thinking about how much of that we do, right? As as parenting, it's like, all right, so your kids are this age now, and they're this gender, and you should be seeing signs of this, and you should be engaging them in activities like this, and so on and so forth. You know, how much of that is really running through our society, and how much of it is that we're buying and not really following our own knowing. And like you said, asking the question, what is it that's going to work right here? Or is this working even? You know, like what's going on here is also a question. Yeah. Like what is this? What's happening? What's going on here? Just some question yeah. other than an inclusion or an assumption, right? Right. Well, there's no question at all about the children in that and what they would like, what they would enjoy, and what would be fun for them and what, what would create more in their life. Like this is exactly. a box put it in. And, and it's, um, you know, even if you're going the opposite direction, which is way more now than when we were children, um, but, you know, the kids can play with different toys and gender stereotypes aren't strong. They still are there, but they're nothing like they were when we were little. Um, you're still not asking a question when you're coming from that point of view. Because you may have that little boy that absolutely is going to play with trucks or that little girl that's absolutely going to play with Barbie dolls and that's what she loves more than anything. Um, it's really, we have to be talking to our children and asking questions about what do they enjoy and really asking them, hey, what would be fun for you to play with? Like, what would you have chosen at that plethora of toys to pick? What age group, what gender would you have picked? Someone said, hey, so what would be fun for you to play with today, Julie? Yes, exactly. You know, and I see that there are there has been so many of my peers that actually, you know, um, with working with the tools of access consciousness, a lot of, I've seen a lot of change in people who have been willing to go and to ask that question. And what I'm really curious though now about too, is that the parents are going there and willing to ask those questions of the kids and are the parents and the moms, especially, and that's what we were talking about the other day, Glenna, are the parents themselves, the moms, especially willing to ask those questions of themselves. 
What is it um, that would work um, for me here? Yeah. What, what you know? So. Yeah, what yeah. could be amazing parent and include you in the creation of your life and your reality and the family? What if your family's work for you? They're such amazing questions. Um, and I really am curious, you know, you have, we, when we were speaking, you were talking about, um, you know, you talked about your breast cancer survivor and the, the things that you yes. were saying and doing, creating, like how, you know, the whole thing where we are the creators of our reality and our point, you know, from our point of view that we create our reality and what your points of view were at that time. And we're going to be going to a commercial break here in a minute, so maybe we can come back and start up with that and we can talk more about what it was that you were actually the kind of spells you were creating against yourself at the time that, 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 that contributed to the creation of what um, showed up in your life. Yes, let's do that. Yep, after the commercial. I'm happy to do that. Thank you. Okay, cool. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Integrate spirituality into your everyday lives on Universe Soul Heart Radio. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Kathleen Johnson explores the concept of sensible spirituality, keeping you grounded, connected, and centered on the path to wholeness. Kathleen has dedicated her life to facilitating holistic healing and wholeness in others. Listen to Universe Soul Heart Radio and learn how to flourish, grow, and impact all we do on planet Earth. For more information, go to universesoulheart.net. Don't you wish you had more joy in your life? Check out the new book by Robert Max Schoenfeld, For the Love of Joy, a 30-day adventure for creating joy in your life because you deserve more joy, more love, more health, more abundance, and more life. Available now on Amazon. Get your copy today. Visit theartofpowerfulliving.com. That's theartofpowerfulliving.com. What is a brilliant culture and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. Hey, did you know why they call the foundation the foundation? It's called the foundation because it completely eliminates your foundation for what you thought your reality was and creates a whole new space where you can have an entirely new reality that is foundationless. So from my point of view, they should call it the unfoundation or the foundationlessness. Either way, there's a big new global rewrite happening again because these guys cannot stop changing. There should be like a change anonymous that Gary and Dane go to. And it's happening April 28th to May 1st. 
You can find out about it at accessconsciousness.com forward slash global foundation. It's happening in Paris. Go to Paris or do it online or find a pod near you. These are all the options you have. And what else is possible? Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, and this is Dr. Glenna Rice, and I'm filling in for Dr. Pat for the holidays, and I'm really excited. I have a, about this topic for bringing up today in this um, show, and I've got a wonderful guest, Julie Perkins is with me, a mom and an active consciousness facilitator, and we were just talking about, um, oh, Julie, what were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about so many things. <laughs> it was really exciting, but, but uh, before the break... Um, we were. I wanted to ask you about some of the things that you had said or you know thought in your head before um, your diagnosis with breast cancer. Like how how like we we talked in access about you're the creator of your reality, and you know cancer is a yes. really interesting one to bring this up with. And I've worked with lots of people with cancer, and asking someone, you know, did you have any part in creating this? Or what do you love so much about your cancer, which is a really weird question, which I, I know we talked to you had said that thing afterwards because you weren't using the access tools when you were first diagnosed. Right. But having an awareness about what you're being or doing or saying or thinking that is contributing to the creation of your reality can really start to break um, break the cycle of this whole thing. Like you can, I've, I've, the people that I've worked with have changed cancer from looking at how they created it. Because if you're the creator of your whole reality and everything in your reality, you're the creator of that, and you're the one that can uncreate it and change it, and only you. And it's, you know, you have to kind of be incredibly honest, brutally honest with yourself often um, with this topic. So just, I'd love for you to share with the um, audience what you saw after about what what you were creating that, that contributed to this whole thing. Yeah, thank you for that. And yeah, you know, so it's such, such a a powerful message and such a powerful journey that you are just describing with many cancer people who have gone through the journey of cancer is that place where we realize that what our part and what our role is in it, whether you have access consciousness tools or not, which I didn't until much later, but the tools now are actually helping me to go back to be exactly that, very aware and brutally honest with what it was. And so what it was for me in that whole parenting scheme was that trying to get it right, that, you know, trying Mm -hmm. to be the best parent that I can according to all the other standards of everyone else outside of me and everything else, the schools and society and the peers and all of that. And to really impelling that onto my kids as well. Here's how you be a great kid and here's how you fit in and all of that. And so after all of that, doing that for quite some time, um, I really took, started taking a toll and things weren't always working. There was not a whole lot of ease. There was always this kind of uh, rush energy and um in in the house and the kids would be like are you mad mom why are you mad i'm like i'm not mad this is my rush voice it's just, just get in the car it's time to go you know so oh, on, it's not angry it's rush it's rush energy just can you perceive that you know 
that's just describing my uh, life with when my kids were young. Also, it was the same. Yeah, how many mothers out there? So we, I'm, I just, can, I'm breaking in here just to do a clearing because I just get this energy of so many mothers that have that that are like that. It's like in the morning before activities, the way we are just crazy and rushed. We seem like we're angry moms, and we're just trying to get everything perfect. So everywhere yes. you, as a mom or a parent, are trying to get everything perfect and fit everything you think should be into your kid's schedule, into your kid's schedule, can we destroy and uncreate everything that that is? Yes. Times a godzillion. Cool. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So just for the listeners, I don't do a lot of clearings on the show, but I have. Um, and there's an access consciousness clearing statement that I said, the weird stuff I said at the end. And you can go to theclearingstatement.com to find out more about that. And it just kind of brings up all the energies. The question I ask brings up all the energies around that. And then everything that you're willing to or would like to or is ready to let go um, when I do the pod talk part will dissipate and change for you. And you may notice a lightening up and clarity, or other questions pop into your head, a little bit more space in your body, or you may, and it's totally okay if you don't notice anything, but if you want more information, we're not going to go into all of that on the call, um, you can go to theclearingstatement.com. Okay, yes. So, yeah. And thank so you what, for that, because so, that's a pretty intense energy that comes up, that rushing around, you know, uh, getting yeah. on time, and getting it, it right, and getting there, you know, to be be there and show up in the way that is expected of you. All of that kind of kind of glumps into that rush energy for for us. And there came a point when I really got sort of sick and tired of that. The kids were sick and tired of it. They were asking me about like, well, why are you so mad all the time, mom? You know, it's like, where's happy mom? <laughs> Where did she go? We know she's in there. And when I started saying, you know, you know, you're right. I, I get this and I'm sick and tired of this saying that I'm sick and tired of this over and over again, actually created my body as being sick and tired. And so I was sick and tired of not, yeah, not being on time. I was sick and tired of not things going smoothly. I was sick and tired and it just created and created and created that. And one day I just uh, said, you know, I'd been doing a lot of spiritual work and metaphysical work and I took a nice long walk out behind our house in the open space. And I was like, all right, universe, I know something's happening here. And whatever it is, just bring it because I am sick and tired of this. And so, uh, you know, it really just, uh, the energy of that changed uh-huh. into a, a breast cancer diagnosis that was actually needed to be found by me because um, shortly after that walkout back, I actually had my annual mammogram and it was clear. And so um, about another month or so after that, I, w- I was compelled to do my own breast self-exam while I was taking a shower. So I know that they recommend that, do it in the shower, do it about once a month. And at that point in my life, I'd maybe done only a few, you know, if I'd done half a dozen maybe in my whole entire life. And I was in my, um, you know, late 30s, early 40s by then. I would have been surprised if I'd done maybe six. <laughs> so I felt compelled to do one. And I found a lump that just was not what I felt was something that could be ignored. And so that's, you know, the part of, you know, the the good news is that 
when when you ask for something to show itself, it will. The the not so great news is that it's going to show in every single way that you may not have expected, and um, pock pod me there for that. <laughs> <laughs> because you know it's always just the way it needs to be right it's always just the way that it could and should be for you in that point in time and that's the part about being brutally honest and so from yeah. there um you know we i had uh, a couple doctors meetings and it found out that yes i did in fact have breast cancer but it was my willingness to be aware and be very present with it and brutally honest as you put it earlier that allowed me to kind of move forward and through that and it was also the willingness to actually have that kindness and caring and attention on me to factor me into my life and to really be aware of it. So um, I, there are e easier ways to do this. That's the good news. And I think that's really the, what we're talking here about is what other ways to do this. You do not have to get a diagnosis like this to, to no, ask questions and change your life. Exactly. It doesn't have to be this way. Um, but what can we learn from well, this? Kind of you know, that's part of yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a couple of, I mean, in there that, the, when you were saying, I'm sick and tired, it's, that point of view is one of the things that creates your reality. And I know that there's, people are saying this all the time. I hear it all the time. I'm sick and tired of my pain. I'm sick and tired of being busy. I'm sick and tired of having no money. I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired. And that is a point of view that starts to create exactly that. It's not that you become tired because you're so busy. It's because of the point of view. The point of view that you're sick and you're tired that creates that reality for you, which is really weird yes. if you look at it. But, I mean, in this reality, that's not the way we talk about things. But truly, it's, it's like if you can acknowledge, wow, my life isn't working for me. My life is actually not working for me. That's why you're yes. saying you're sick and tired. There's things in your life that aren't working. And to find out and acknowledge what those are for you and not say, I'm sick and tired. This can be a thing you can catch yourself saying, go, oh, wow, that's not actually what I want to create right now. It's more that I yes. something's not working. And with it not working, what if you, if you just acknowledge that, you can take this whole sick and tired thing off of your body. You don't have to create being tired all the time or having colds or flus or all the other things. I mean, it's so often someone that has cold and flu symptoms that would come in my practice or that I'd work with, and I would say, so what are you sick and tired of? And they would have said that phrase maybe the day before they started yep. having the symptoms of a cold. And that is what created yep. that. And your body kind of goes, oh, okay, you want to be sick and tired. wonder what I can create. That's say, Julie, you created something pretty powerful. I mean, you're amazingly yes. powerful, potent creator. And saying I'm sick and tired and you're that potent, whew. You know, and it's, it, and it's, just, it's not about going, oh, my God, I've said that so much. What's going to happen now? That's not the energy I want to be out there. It's like acknowledge what you're creating because you can change it. You know, and Julie, yes. your story goes on to be quite amazing in your in your change. Um, and I think we have coming up to uh, a break here soon. So what I'd like to come back with would be um, this other great question, what's so right about this I'm not getting? So you weren't asking yes. that at the time. Your story just is such an example of how that, looking at it from a place of not what's wrong about it, but was actually what did I create here that I'm not acknowledged? Um, to allow you to have the change you're creating and to see what you are creating in your life and have be more of a contribution to what that is. So um, I'd like to let all the listeners know this is Dr. Glenna Rice, and I'm filling in 
for the on the Dr. Pat show today for Dr. Pat for the holidays. And we will come back in um, a few minutes. Thank you. Stay juicy. Tune in to Your Juicy Love with me, Una Drake, co-hosting monthly with Dr. Pat and every second Monday at 12 p.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. My show, Your Juicy Love, helps you find the dynamic, life-affirming love you've always wanted. Transform your relationships and bring peace, joy, and juicy, juicy love to planet Earth. For more information, visit unadrake.com. Choose the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie Show. Tune in each week on Transformation Talk Radio as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. The Cornelia Stephanie Show is your catalyst for anchoring heaven on earth on a global scale. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to TransformationRadio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Tune in to the Psychic Professors Show, The Voices of Spirit Radio, with international medium and spirit artist Dr. Susan Barnes on Transformation Talk Radio. Featuring a variety of spiritual topics such as psychic art, spiritualism, EVP, psychic development, and mediumship. This hit call-in show provides listeners with breakthrough wisdom to enliven and enlighten their lives. Visit spiritartgallery.net. Tune in each Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Tune into the wisdom of your soul for guidance on living a joyful life. On Soul Wisdom Radio, Wendy will provide inspiration to raise your vibration and connect with your higher self and guides. Learn how to balance your ego and to progress spiritually on Soul Wisdom Radio with Wendy Rose Williams. Visit wendyrosewilliams.com or Transformation Talk Radio to learn more about a healing session with Wendy and her events and publications. Your happiness is your choice on Natural Peace Radio. Follow Sarah Van Ryswick as she addresses the power of emotions. Each month, Sarah covers different topics as she helps listeners activate their energetic spark and create powerful energy and amazing opportunities. Manifest your desires with Natural Peace Radio. For more information on Sarah and her work, visit naturalpeaceliving.com. Dr. Glenna Rice. I'm here on the Dr. Pat Show. I'm filling in for Dr. Pat on Transformation Talk Radio. 
Uh, we are here with an amazing guest, one of my dear friends, Julie Perkins, or Julie O, as she likes to be called, and we're having a great question-able conversation about moms and breast cancer and all sorts of um, things. And, you know, we've been talking about how your point of view creates your reality. And, well, we first, first, before we go into that conversation, I'd just like, you know, if, Julie, if people want to reach you, what uh, is the best way for them to find you? Thank you, Glenna. The best way for them to find me right now is through my website, which is www.julieoperkins.com. So that's the best way to catch me right now. Oh, cool. Easy. And you're probably on the Access Consciousness website, too. They can find you at accessconsciousness.com. I also also have a profile on the Access Consciousness um, website, julieoperkins is there. You can find her that way in any classes or things she's got going on. And to find me, glennarice.com, pretty easy. My name.com is my website and accessconsciousness.com slash Rice to find the classes and everything I have coming up. And before we go into more of this um, conversation, Julie and I'd like to let you know about a really amazing event that Access puts on every single year. It's open to everybody and it's all over the world. It's called Global Bars Day. And so it's a whole 24 hours on the planet where people will be running bars. There's going to be bars trades in different cities around the world. You can go online. Um, it's accessglobalbarsday.com. I hope that's the right website. Um, I'll, check, I'll double check that, but I'm pretty sure that's one. And you can get it on the accessconsciousness.com website. Also, you can find more information about it. Basically, people will be trading the bars for 24 hours around the world, and there's going to be live streaming and we're going to be popping in to different pods and talking to different people in amazing countries because I think Access is in 174 countries. I didn't even know there were that many, um, but there are. So Access is <laughs> all over the world. It's going to be different languages and different places. And you can come in and get this amazing um, body work. Uh, just, well, Julie, why don't you talk a little bit about what the bars are? And um, Yeah. So, you know, yeah, for... For me, my, my first introduction to the bars is my friend said, this is this great thing. We should really try this. And so I did try it and it was okay. It wasn't actually something that I had chosen though. And when I actually did choose this, and this is something that I know that we're going to talk about now, would you actually choose for you and what would create for you, um, then things can exponentialize in su- such amazing ways. So when I did actually choose um, to go to the bars and receive that 32 points of gentle touch on the head, and so, you know, the points on either side of the head and the space in between, uh, as known as the bar, running the energy through there and the bars correlating to different parts of your life, like money or control or awareness, and clearing the limitations from your life around around those certain aspects of your life with just that gentle touch. What a nurturing, ease-filled space that was for me. I felt like I had just had an incredible massage, even though there was just light point touches on the head. My whole body was lit up. It was tingling. It felt like it was running through that energy. And I didn't have all that stuff like we were talking about earlier, running through my head about how things should be, about what the right things were and how, you know, was I going to get it 
get to success from from a parenting standpoint and other things in my life just by after receiving the bar. So one of the things I love most about the bars is that everybody can run bars. So it's not something um, that your kids can't even do. Kids are actually great at running bars. And um, my whole family actually runs bars. This is really amazing. And so we are able to gift to each other and um, it just creates a space of more ease for us. So all, so oh, yeah. The ease and the peace of the bars that what it creates. I, you know, I've been getting my bars run. So this is, this is one of the things I gift me when, you know, this is a gift to me. It's about including me in my life, having my bars run. Um, yes, I can go for a massage. Wonderful. Love massages. Get some other body work. But getting my bars run is one of the greatest ways for me to, have me back to be, have the peace and the calm and the ease that I actually be. And when I'm feeling frantic, you know, back like those, those rush days, when those are showing up, getting my bars run will totally change it. And it changes it yes. so quickly. I, I mean, I teach yeah, classes it, all over the place and I've been really, really busy um, with teaching. I had a really busy schedule in the end of November, December, and I hadn't had my bars run. And finally I said to one of my hosts after class, what I require is my bars getting run. And I think 20, 30 minutes into it, I wasn't tired anymore. I had an ease. My body didn't feel like like it had been working for 10 years at that point. Mm-hmm. It just changes mm-hmm. everything. And it's just these points on the head. So I'm just going to say one other um, really quickly. You can go to Access Bars 365 on Facebook. Access Bars 365. And it's got all sorts of fun information about bars and videos and other things and um yeah, accessconsciousness.com to find the global bars in your area. Please go. So easy. Some of them are charging a minimal amount. Some of them may be free trades. I know we're here in San Francisco. <clears throat> and it's $20 to come get your bars run, meet people, watch the videos, look at people all around the world doing It's really fun. I mean, the last couple of years have been absolutely phenomenal, and I couldn't keep my eyes from the streaming that was going on. You know, I didn't get a lot of sleep during those days because it was just so much fun, everything that we were watching and <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. and you yeah. know like i said whole families uh run bars and so a lot of p- parents bring their children because running bars even in a house can change the energy in the house for Ooh. everyone and invite everyone mm-hmm. to different possibilities so uh, there's times when i require my bars run and my daughter um you know, I sometimes have the point of view as a, her parent or a mom that she needs her bars run because she's cranky, right? <laughs> so, but if she's right. not choosing that, that's okay. That's cool. And at the same time, I know that she runs bars and we can talk about a deal. It's like, hey, will you please run my bars? You know, and that'll be good for me and my body, good for the house, good for her because then she can get some, if she chooses it, then she can get what she requires out of it. And sometimes that's money. She's like, well, I'd like to go to the movies and out and I require some money. So can I run your bars for some, this amount of money, you know? And so we're actually in, in uh, an agree, like in almost like a, a commit, a commitment to it, you know, <laughs> that it's yeah, going to create well, something so- for all of us. Right. It's by, by doing that. And so, and it works. I mean, yeah, saying the word commitment, yeah. Part of being committed to my life, to my reality, which is a really, really, oh, such a big change when I started just looking at what that would be like to be committed to my life. Part of my commitment is getting my bars run. Actually, it is. And it can be a commitment in your family. I know a lot of you guys out there listening may have no idea what the bars are yet, but we're so excited about it. We could talk about this for <laughs> exactly. hours and hours. 
<laughs> exactly. And, you know, and this actually answers the question that you posed right before we went to the last break, which was like, what's right about this? Is that really mm-hmm. that commitment piece of it? You know, the bars is a, a part of it. But what was I um, not committing to in my life that was creating yeah. all of this upset? Right. And so that was actually me. I was not really committed to me. I was committed to being you know, a mom, I was committed to being a wife, I was committed to being the PTA person, I was committed to being all of these identities and other roles, but I really wasn't committed to being me and to nurturing myself and to being kind to myself like I was being kind and nurturing and to everyone else in all of these other roles. And so the energy expenditure was like, on full on high output, <laughs> you know, there was mm-hmm. no yeah. regeneration of energy back into me. It was just like full on out, you know, and really literally running my gas tank out to empty and wondering why I couldn't go another step. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, this is- you're out of fuel, yeah. baby. You're out of fuel. <laughs> you're out of, yeah. And, you know, it's interesting, an infinite being, we talked about this in access, you know, if you're an infinite being or a limited being, like, you know, it's a choice you have. And and I would choose infinite. I choose infinite. And sometimes it's not always so infinite, my life. Uh, sometimes limitation is right there. And this is this is one of the things, like, as an infinite being, you have infinite energy. Yes. It isn't a limitation in the energy we can gift and be for everybody around us. It's when you're not gifting it to you that things get all messed up. And yep, exactly. Functional and disease exactly. starts to show up, and that's such a part of this reality is being a, of being a mother or being a parent is you're supposed to be giving up your life, giving up your life yes. for your children. What a crazy, crazy idea! And who came up with that one? I, mean, I remember I did that. I gave up my life for my kids. That was my point of view. I kind of was proud of it. It was what you're supposed to do, and I hated it. I absolutely yep. hated giving up my life for my children. And I absolutely thought that's exactly what I should do. That was the point of view out there. And just as a kid, who wants their parent to do that for them? I mean, they totally perceive that they totally get that. And then they stop asking for what it is that they require because they feel like it's going to be too much on you. That's going to be too much of a draw on your energy. And that's why I'm so grateful for access consciousness and that, that infinite being, because I was actually, doing instead of being <laughs> i was doing all of those things and i was I doing it's... energy expenditure instead of being the infinite being and you know really having access and having everything available to me that i needed to to create because obviously it was creating as you mentioned before what a yeah. creator i actually created that you know so in addition to being sick and tired one of the other things that i often hear too with my clients is like well i just needed a break you know, give me a break. And they were actually ending up with everything from actual physical fractures in their body mm. <laughs> to right. these, ex- yeah, to these extended um, illnesses that would give them, quote, the time off, the break that they needed. And, you know, so oh. again, you know, so going from the, like, I have full on everything going out and nothing for me, and then going into the space of, Oh my gosh, now I have to be in recovery mode. That's I've done that twice actually. 
you know, with first yeah. with breast cancer and then severe adrenal fatigue. And, but that, again, still not being part of the oneness and the infinite beingness that we truly are, because that was separating me again. So if I wasn't totally yeah. in everybody else's universe, I was t totally out in my own universe and still separate. And so, you know, what's right about this that I'm not getting? Well, start being, stop doing. <laughs> start yeah, maybe start we could, being. We could, um, start being. Like, what is that? What is being you and being a mother? Like I was saying, this in this reality, we don't have examples for this. We have, it's, it's so often what you're saying is the only way that we can choose is by somehow being in dis-ease, breaking something, yes. having a break, being sick and tired. And there's such, there's a greater choice. One is to, you know, to change your point of view that you have to give up your life for your children. So we can get rid of that point yeah. of view. Just like I was saying, right. kids don't actually want that. I never wanted my mom to give up her life for me. I loved her help and everything she did and, you know, gifted me and the contribution she is and, and was and still is. But to have her give up her life? No, I want a mom to have a life. And you're kind of setting your kids up for that. Like you say, your kids know that you're, that you're in this state of, you know, fatigue or anger and all these other things. And that's what they're looking at, what they have to grow up and be. So if you could create something different from your point of view, where you actually included you in your reality, whatever that looks like. The thing is, we can't give you an answer and a rule book about how that is going to look to you because everybody is going to be totally different, but in just right. asking the questions, what would it take to include me in the creation of my reality and in the creation of my family and everything that doesn't allow you to perceive, no being, receive that, we just start and create it. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. I love this conversation. There is so much here. Um, so what are some of the things you did when you, you know, when you started having a different point of view where you didn't have to be sick and tired? That, that we're including you in your life, where it wasn't about everyone else and all the energy going to them. What were some of the things you did or some of the questions you may have asked um, that changed this for you? Because really, that's what the listeners want to hear. It's like, how do we change yes. this? How do we change this? Exactly. So, you know, the part about going into being, um, I actually had all these other tools and modalities and I could try little bits and pieces of them. But the single most thing that contributed to the, the, the most to changing this for me was to actually spend lots of time in nature, go out in nature hmm. where there is no judgment and right. to reconnect with the earth. And so when you think I'm, you know, sitting on the beach and the waves are crashing around me and I am here and then the ocean is there, but then you have that moment where you're like, oh, I'm here. The ocean is here. We're here. We're all of that, you know, so just <laughs> connect somehow with nature, whatever that is. If you're in an office, you know, go downstairs and to the park across the street and take off your socks and shoes and wiggle your toes in the grass. Kind of like what Julia Roberts had <laughs> had, had had him do in the, it was a pretty woman, right? <laughs> so right. she had to do that, you know, just kind of reconnect for a moment there, feet in the grass, toes in the sand or in the surf, hiking up the mountain. Yeah. This somewhere where there is no judgment to help you start shifting into that place of 
no judgment of you judgment being comparing too when you're trying to get it right as a parent or make your kids you know yeah. perfect kid that's all judgment so yeah. out in nature <laughs> connecting with the earth really just allows you affords you that space just gives you a glimpse of what being is and then you can come back into your into the house and ask those questions that you're talking about what can i do or be different what's right about this that i'm not getting what else is possible here that i haven't yet imagined Question, 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 question without a point of view. Those are great. Oh, I love that. Just the energy of what you were talking about being out in nature for you and how what that creates for your body and for you. It's uh, beautiful. And, you know, all of you guys are going to be different about what it is. Like, I like to go to a dance class or yes. go for a walk. Also, it's one of the things, maybe go swimming. Those are some of the things that sometimes just fit with a silly movie. You know, I think I was watching the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> I got sucked in all these crazy Christmas movies that were so sappy with such sweet endings where everyone falls in love and happy. And I watched a couple of them in a row um, and kind of giggled through them. But then yeah. I was like, wow, that was just that was just me being me. That was me. I, and it, I enjoyed that. And it can be as simple as turning on a stupid television show or a wonderful one, going for a walk. One of the things you can just ask is, you know, if what can I do or be today that would include me? Yes. It would create more for me. You know, what is that? It and what I love about, you. yes, what I love about what you're saying is the inclusion of your body. So I've mm. always admired mm-hmm. that about you is that the way that you can work with bodies and how you are with your body and just being so aware of what it requires in terms of movement, you know, dance or um, touch like snuggling on the couch yeah. while you're watching the movies, things like that. So, and that would be my number two. You know, if I was given my top three, the first thing would be the earth. The number two is like, be aware of your body and include your body in this and ask your body questions of what, what it would create. Cause it's just not this shell or casing, <laughs> you know, that's, yeah. that's taking us oh, through, I love that you through life. You There's so body. much information, you know, that your body could give us. It's like, Hey, yes. What and so much of this is about, right about your body. I mean, raising kids is about your body from the second you're pregnant um, and on. It's about your body, including your body. is so, so important. You know, and I've heard, you know, Gary Douglas, founder of Access, amazing man, accessconsciousness.com. You can find out more about him. Um, he says, like, to, to gift yourself one hour a day and one day a week to your body, to you, to be, mm-hmm. to gift that to yourself. I, and, you know, as a parent, I was like, what? When I first heard that, are you kidding? There's no way I have time for that. Have you ever seen my schedule? I get up at 5 in the morning, I go to bed at midnight, and every second is in there between what I do with work and what I do with my team. How is that possible? And then it yeah. was like, oh, this is about receiving. It really is about receiving. And it doesn't have to look like you think it does. It could actually be, I am kind of doing work, but I'm sitting in a beautiful space when I'm doing it. And that's the hour gift. It doesn't have to look really regimented. It can look the way the way it works for you. It doesn't have to wait yes. look anything like what Julie and I are talking about. It can be the way your body would like to do that. And it can be different every day. It's just an hour a day. I mean I started with the thirty minutes once a week is my start and I'm better. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's it could be so simple, exactly as you're saying. And that would be my third thing um, is that, you know, do something that creates 
joy that is really joyful for you. Mm. So mm-hmm. be in a space, something joy, 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 joy. And so for yeah. me, um, I like to do uh, kind of handicraft work. So sometimes I'll take some time and do that. Uh, lately, my I like to write, so I've been writing. So that has been actually very creative and very expressive for me. So I'll just take some time and make that fun. Um, I love to do like scrapbooking, looking at pictures that capture a moment mm-hmm. in time and an energy of that and creating something beautiful around that, either a frame or a photo page or something like that. So something that gives you such joy and can change. So, uh, yeah. you know, like my my husband will tell you that. He'll like, what about all that scrapbooking stuff you have in there? You haven't done that in a while. <laughs> I'll be, yep, I know, because it's changed for a little <laughs> bit. But, you know, and I just keep coming back to it. So what is it that brings you joy? And bask in that. Bask in that for. Yeah, Julie, that's such a great question. What brings you joy? And, you know, some people may not even have any awareness of that. And just the question, what brings me joy that I've never considered? It will start, it'll start popping up and showing up around you. Just what brings me joy that I've never considered? Because we might have some ideas and conclusions and decisions about what it is. Um, and we may have never really been allowed ourselves to be aware of what brings us joy. So play with right. that. You know, play with that question and be okay if maybe you go, oh, I think, uh, you know, walking down the beach here would give me joy. And it doesn't work out so well. Just something again. It's just in 10 seconds. Or, you know, you're going to go out to dinner with friends and it's not a fun time. Well, that wasn't joy. Okay, so in 10 seconds, that is not joy for me. What else could be joy I've never considered? So you can start yes. having an awareness about what it is for you. You know, I just, I love your story and how much you changed. And so it's such a, um, it's so inspirational to hear you talking about all the things you're doing that are joyful for you and how you've included those in your life compared to what we started the conversation out with, you know, the, the rushed energy, being sick and tired trying to do everything for everyone else and fit your kids and you into boxes that have nothing to do with them. I mean, this is, this is the, the consciousness that I am asking for for parents all around the world to have just a glimpse of. Like, what's possible yes. with being a parent we've never considered? Yeah, so do you want to mention again how people can um, get a hold of you? If yes, they, the, the best... The best way to get a hold of me is through my website, www.julioperkins.com. And yes, I look forward to um, hearing for, from people about how this has contributed to them or what else that Glenna and I can contribute to you, because that is one of our targets. We are really, yes. really committed to to changing this from this kind of rush, frantic energy to the space of possibilities for everyone where everyone is included in the picture and it's creating and generating more for everyone. How does it get any better than that? Oh, how does it get any better? That's my favorite question. How does it get any better than that? And what else is possible? Another one that Dr. Pat loves so much. And yes, this is Dr. Glenn Rice. I'm filling in with her. If you guys just came on and were wondering who it is talking. Um, yeah, Dr. Pat, out for the holidays. So I was filling in for her today and I was here with Julie Orson. Perkins, Julie O, and we've had an amazing conversation um, about being a mother and what if, what if it's not just about everybody else and you can include you in your reality and in your life. Um, and I'm Dr. Glenna Rice. You can find me at glennarice.com. 
and activeconsciousness.com backslash Dr. Glenna Rice. And we totally would invite you to check out the Access Consciousness website and the Global Bars Day that's coming up on January 6th. It's the 6th. Coming up in a week and a half. January 6th. Thank all over you the so world. much. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great talking to you. Do you have a personal message you'd like to give to everyone before we go? Uh, just be you. Be joyful and see what it creates. Thank you so much, Glenna, for having me mm-hmm. here. Thanks, Dr. Pat. Right. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Pat. I had a wonderful show. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.